What up, world? It's your girl, Kay Johnson, and thank you for tuning in to K-Love Johnson's podcast. This is an adult podcast, so if any kids are in the area, please have them to exit now. Shout out to everybody that tunes in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love you. I appreciate you. Happy Gay Pride Month. I hope everyone is being safe. I hope everybody is having fun. I love you, my LGBTQ plus family. Shout out to Mom Dukes. That episode you did about I love my LGBT child was perfect. It was right on time for Gay Pride Month. I love you, Mom. I feel like I feel as though um, it's a lot of parents out there that disown their children and maybe our episode with me and my mom can help you guys. Um, so shout out to you, mom. I know you couldn't pull back and think about all those feelings and emotions you had 25 years ago, but you did amazing. And thank you for being on my podcast. Also shout out to every guest that I have ever had on this platform. I love y'all. Um, thank you for running the numbers up. The download female woman is still the number one episode. So keep running it up. I see people coming on Instagram to get the, they get the link and then they went and download the download woman. So I appreciate you. Make sure you tell a friend, make sure you tune in. Thank you so much. So I've been receiving DMs. <laughs> Everybody wanted to update on my broken heart. So my very first episode, if this is your first time tuning in to my podcast, K Loves Johnson, I talked about a broken heart. Um, so here's an update. This is story time. I'm going to give you an update on my broken heart. And then I'm going to also give you, um, tell you the story on how I met my ex-wife. So the update of my broken heart, I am doing better. I wouldn't say I'm 100% better. I'll say 75%. I took the band eggs off. <laughs> I put some neosporin on my heart. I put some Mederma on my heart so I can cover up all the scars I'm playing. But no, I am healing. And shout out to everyone, uh, family members, friends, mom dudes that has been here these six months through the breakup. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And 90% of our friends live 700 miles away from me in Baltimore, Maryland. And y'all have been there for me. Y'all have called me. Y'all have texted me. You have FaceTime me, Marco Polo me. And you know, it's a saying out there that says, check on your strong friends. And I appreciate everybody checking on me. Being installed that I live away in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm here by myself, I try not to burden anybody with any of my problems. So I always, every time I talk to somebody, they say, how you doing? I always tell them I'm wonderful. Um, I was a correctional officer. I played sports. I played basketball, lacrosse, volleyball, softball. I played tons of sports. And like I said, I was a correctional officer. So uh, we taught, you leave your problems at the gate as a correctional officer, you know, like you got to enter the gate to get in the jail. So they say, leave your problems at the gate. So I feel like when I'm talking to someone, when I'm in somebody's presence, I don't want to bring their mood down because I'm going through a heart, a broken heart. You understand what I mean? A breakup. So I always tell people that I'm wonderful, but people have showed up and I appreciate y'all because I needed y'all. And if you 
out there, my listeners are going through a breakup, you're single, you're feeling lonely or anything that you may be feeling, you can always DM me. On Instagram, I go by K Johnson online. On Facebook, it's K Johnson. Just DM me, and I want to be there for you. I want to support you, like I've been supported. So, to give y'all update on my broken heart, I feel good, you know, and I'm not lying. <laughs> like day by day, yes, of course, I still miss my ex. That was my fiance. I thought we was gonna get married, you know, and. I get little setbacks like you're fucking this fucking phone, iPhone. Oh, my goodness. Pulling up from the iCloud. What I did a year ago. It's like that's the part that hurts because on May 27th of 2021, I proposed to my fiance. So this year, the fucking memory came up and it's like, wow, you know, we not together, you know, so that hurts, you know, but. Day by day, I'm I'm getting better. I was able to talk to my ex about two months ago, and we had a wonderful conversation. The reason why I say wonderful, because when we was in a relationship, we could not communicate. You know, she felt like she was walking on eggshells. I felt like I was walking on eggshells. If I tell her my feelings, she would get mad at my feelings. I mean, it was just crazy, so it was no communication. So for us to be able to talk, and this is how I know that she was over me. <laughs> she didn't love me anymore because she didn't talk three years, but she definitely talked to me two two months ago and she asked me um, questions and I gave her the answers and vice versa. I asked her questions and she gave me the answers. But I did have one question for her, but I felt like it was no point of asking her because I didn't want us to start arguing or end on a bad note. But she, had, um, my one question was like, how the fuck did you move on so fast? We broke up December the 18th. My birthday is January 11th and she was already dating somebody else. (laughs) So it's like, damn shorty, but it's okay because I know that some females, some people, um, not me, I don't have a plan A, B, C, you know, I just date who I'm dating and hope that it lasts forever. So it could have been the next person in line, you know, I don't know, but, um, I continue to do everything I would do if we was together because I wanted her to know I'm silently fighting for us. My, I don't want to overbearing, you know, like pressure you or come off too aggressive or too strong. So I did little things like Valentine's Day, Zelda, you know what I mean? Like, yo, get your nails done on me. You always will be my Valentine. You know, for Mother's Day, I got a gift. You know what I mean? Because it's like, yo... I wanted her to think about all the good times that we had and think about the breakup as a good thing. Time for her to be over there healing, time for me to be over here healing, and then we'll come back and be one because she was the love of my life. Like I said, I never felt this way about anybody. So I was praying and hoping that we would get back together. But now I'm at a point where I'm okay (laughs) that we not together. And I just appreciate the three years that we had together. So shout out to her and I wish her nothing but the best, you know, um, she is wifey material. So I know somebody going to find her and wife her. Um, so shout out to her. Um, you know, she asked, could we be friends? So I know all of y'all heard that Deborah Cox song. We can't be friends. I'm still in love with you. So that's how I feel. Um, at this point in my life, six months later, 
I cannot be her friend. Um, I'm friends with, I told y'all I'm friends with all of my exes. Well, it's like 90% of my exes that I'm still friends with. Like my ex-wife, I'm not friends with her and I'll tell y'all why in a minute. But so it's just my ex-wife and my ex. I'm not their friends, but I know that me and my ex, we will be friends one day in the future. Just not now. I have to heal and I have to process 100% the breakup. But as of now, I wish her well. Um, and go you. <laughs> but uh, let's talk about how I met my wife. So I was going through a breakup. Look, I'm steady going through breakups. Wife, please find me. <laughs> so I won't have to tell no more of these breakup stories. But anyway, I was going through a breakup. So I went home to Baltimore, Maryland. And one of my friends was like, yo, it's a lesbian and gay website called downlink.com down with an E. And she was like, such and such met on there. They've been together a year. I'm like, all right, bet. At this time I was single for like six months. Um, so when I left Baltimore, I came back home to Atlanta, Georgia, and I was like bored one day in a bed chilling. So I got on my smartphone and I looked up downlink.com. So I set up a profile. So I need y'all to know a little background of me. I'm very humble. I'm not cocky at all. But in my head, since I was a little girl, since I started rapping, I always felt like I was a celebrity. So certain things I don't do, you know, like when I see a celebrity, um, I don't be like, Hey, uh, you know what I mean? Like besides candy bears, I, I was starstruck when I saw her, but everybody else I add cool. Like, Hey, you know, I give them their space when I feel like it's an opportunity. I'd be like, Hey, can I get a picture? You know? But so I said all that to say, I feel like I'm a celebrity is certain things I don't do. So when I got on this dating app, <laughs> I didn't want to put a picture of my face. Cause I'm like, yo, what if people that know me be like, yo, K on this app. So I put a picture, uh, my full body picture, because I didn't want to catfish anyone. So I wanted them to see how I looked at the time I was in shape, looking wonderful, but I had my head bowed down. Right. <laughs> and I was sliding in women's DMS, you know, the ones that I thought was cute. So what I did is I created one message. <laughs> I copied and pasted and sent it out to everybody that I thought was pretty. Um, true story. I don't have time to go read your profile and see what you like and all that. I'm just a visual person. So if you look pretty, you wasn't, you know, I just slid in your DM with the same copy and paste message. So I sent it out. And the next day, my ex-wife hit me back on the site and she was like, here's my phone number. I'm an international flight attendant. I'm flying to Jamaica. I should be free around seven o'clock. That's FaceTime. And she was very aggressive. My ex-wife, she was very aggressive. So um, <laughs> I didn't want to seem press. I went back to her profile because I'm like, damn, which girl did I hit up? <laughs> and I saw it was her. I was like, oh, okay. You know, then I started reading her bio and stuff so I can get an understanding of who she was. So I ran, got in the shower. Um, at the time I was wearing my hair in a wrap. I combed my wrap down. I put on cologne, I put on a nice outfit, and I called about 703 because I didn't want to seem press. I didn't want to call her 7 o'clock on a dot. And when she answered this FaceTime, do y'all know she had on a moo-moo? And for my listeners that don't know what a moo-moo is, it's like a grandma 
gown, like gowns that grandmas used to wear back in the day, but it's like a new and approved gown. So she had on a muumuu, she had her hair wrap, and I'm looking like, what the heck? So we talked and um, we had good conversations. She told me that by her being an international flight attendant, that she'd be out 23 days a month, but she was based out of Atlanta, meaning that um, she had a home in Atlanta. When you're a flight attendant, you can be based out of different states and cities. And typically the flight attendant will live in that state that they're based out of or they'll get a crash pad. But with her, she lived here in Atlanta, Georgia. She was like, I'll be home in 20 days. So we continue to talk FaceTime. So by the time she came home, my homegirl was here from Baltimore, Maryland. And she cooked us dinner. She had um, baked chicken, mashed potatoes, and some greens. So um, I asked my ex-wife, I was like, hey, you want to come over to my house? My friend here. Well, <laughs> the truth is I'm very cheap. Well, at the time I was, I'm very frugal. So I didn't want to take her out on a date and I didn't like her. So I'm like, shit, come to my house. <laughs> and it comes to find out that she wound up giving my address to all her friends. And I felt safe because at the time I was a correctional officer. Um, my home girl was here. I have guns. So I'm like, if she crazy, I'm good to go. But we all sat around. Um, she was pescatarian. So all she had was mashed potatoes and greens, but excuse me, we sat around, we talked, um, we had a good time. So she left and, uh, my home girl was like, yo, she's a Libra. She was like, my mother is a Libra. They're good people. Well, I never dated a Libra before. So I just took my home girl advice and I was like, okay. So, um, I text, I was like, Hey, we're going to a white party tomorrow. You want to come? She was like, yeah, that sounds good. So some of my friends from the army, they drove to Atlanta and it was all of us. And she had a truck. So she was like, I'll drive so everybody can fit. So we went to the white party. She looked nice. Um, and shout out to her. This lady can dress her ass off. And when we was together, I used to tell her, you need to be a celebrity stylist. By her traveling the world, she knew different trends and things. She'll be like, yo, um, winter, I'm wearing denim. And she'll say like two months before winter come and then everybody rocking denim, you know? So she was amazing, like with style, like, um, yeah, so we're getting to that. So we went to the white party. We had an amazing time. Like I can't dance. The only time that I dance is when I got a drink up in me. So I'm dancing. I'm dancing with her. She danced. I'm like, oh, shorty seemed kind of cool. So she drive all of us back to my house. And I say, like, hey, you spending the night? She was like, nah. <laughs> and I was mad. I'm like, what? You know, every woman that chill with Kate Johnson spends the night. I'm playing, but this is true. So by her not spending the night, I was like, dad, I like that, you know? So, um, she went back out to work. Uh, me and my, my home girl went back to Baltimore, Maryland. So me and her, we continued to talk while she was out working. So when she came back, I asked her to be my girlfriend. After six months of dating, we decided that her lease was up. I have a home. Hey, how about you move in with me? We both went to our mother. She asked her mother. I asked my mother. Now, at the time, we're in our 30s, our early, early 30s, but we, we're grown. But we still went to our mothers just for, the, you know, a second opinion. But we knew what we was going to do. So she wound up moving in. Um, we had a wonderful relationship because of the fact that she was gone 23 
days out the month, 20 to 23 days out the month. When she came home, it felt like Christmas. So of course we're going to go on dates. We're going to, you know, we're going to do different things that go to plays, go to WNBA games. We're going to do so much in that little bit of time that she's home 11 days, because that's the only time that we have to spend time with each other. And I definitely appreciate my wife because she helped me not to be clinky. Like in the past, I'll be with women and want to be all up on them. But being as though I had somebody that I did not cheat on. Um, I don't, I never cheated. Um, since I've been an adult, since I've been dating, like I never treat cheated period. So she gave me like, Yo, while she was out flying, I was in the studio making music. So it helped me to be independent. So I love that about our relationship as well. But after six months of living together, um, she was away at work. And I wrote on a piece of paper, you know how the kids used to do, do you like me? Yes or no. You want to be my girlfriend? Yes or no. So I wrote on a piece of paper, will you marry me? Check the box. Yes or no. We was on FaceTime and she said yes. So I went to Baltimore, Maryland at the time. Shout out to President Obama. He made it legal in certain states. All 50 states wasn't legal yet. So uh, Maryland was one. So I went to uh, Baltimore, Maryland. I got our marriage certificate. It was only $85, the best $85 that I ever spent. And uh, we started letting everybody know. We said, hey, we getting married 11, 12, 13. Um, so we had everybody, they, you know, People was coming from all over the world to to be at our wedding. And shout out to y'all. I'm so grateful. We had 23 people at our courthouse wedding. Like 22 is my favorite number, but shout out to the 23 people. And they showed us love. We all went out to eat afterwards. But let me back up. (laughs) So on the way to the courthouse. So if we would have decided to get married, uh, we got say we would have got married 11 11 the courthouse was actually closed so the date that we picked 11 12 13 it worked out but on the way to the courthouse it started snowing um her mother transportation was late it was just so much going on we both had bubble guts like we made jokes like, yo, they're going to have to marry us in the bathroom, you know. <laughs> but then once we started seeing all of our family and I was a little nervous because I'm born and raised in Baltimore, Maryland. So I knew people was going to turn out for me. But for her aunts, mothers, I mean, best friends, friends to, to show up to our courthouse wedding and give us gifts and cards. Thank you all. We appreciate it so much. Um, It was just it was amazing. So. That's how, you know, we wind up being together for six years and eight months. We almost made it to seven years. But the reason why I said that I can't be her friend is because the way that it ended, our relationship ended so bad. Like, I wish her nothing but the best. Like I said earlier, um... During our relationship, she was an amazing person. She told me, um, yes, she was a label hoe. I'm not calling her a hoe, but she liked nice things. And she told me, she said, I make good money. Anything that I want, I can get myself. So by her telling me that, I let her get the shit herself. (laughs) I told y'all in the beginning that I'm cheap. So I feel as though I wasn't the best wife that she deserved. She was an amazing wife. She was a provider. 
um, we we did hella trips. Like after we parted ways, after she moved out, I looked in the closet. I had a brand new belt. I had socks. I had like she was always buying me shit. Like when she would go out, it was it's her fault that I like coffee <laughs> because she had like a Starbucks coffee card, like the platinum card, and she would put like a hundred dollars on there and say, "Hey, this your your treat while I'm out." And I would go to Starbucks and try different coffees, eat sandwiches, and get the banana nut bread. So shout out to her. Um, and that was just her little way of letting me know she cared about me while she was out on the road. But honestly, I don't think we, I'm going to speak for myself. I never felt that in love feeling like I felt with my ex. I just loved her. I still love her. I don't want anything to happen to her. I feel as though... In love and love is totally different. Like, I want her to be successful. You know, um, she self-taught herself how to do makeup. Like, she watched YouTube videos. I mean, and when I tell you she beat her face to the gods, that's how they talk. I don't know <laughs> what I'm saying, but that's what they would say. And I, um, I supported her. Like, I told my friends, like, yo, my wife does makeup. They would come over. She charged them a fee. She would do their makeup, and it would look amazing. So I'm a dreamer. That's how I got to Atlanta, Georgia. I was a hip hop artist. I did well. A lot of people told me that they liked my music. So I moved to Atlanta to chase my dream. So if you with me and you have a dream that's realistic, we're going to chase it together because we are a team. So she told me, hey, I want to work for Matt. That's not a hard dream, <laughs> you know? So one day we was taking a trip. I think we were going to Putacana or something for our one year anniversary. And we saw Mac inside the airport here at Atlanta, um, Hartsville, uh, international or whatever. We saw Mac <laughs> and, um, I said, babe, won't you go in there and see if you can get somebody phone number or something so that you can ask them how they got the job. So she came out. And she was smiling hard because I stood off, stood off to the side. Ain't no need for me to go in there with you. I'm not going to job block. So she came out. She was smiling so hard. She was like, look, I got an email address to the manager of the store in, um, in Atlanta. I'm like, wonderful. So while we was on vacation, I said, email them, you know, like, and we excited. She wound up getting a job at Mac. So I was excited. I was also excited, may the truth be told, because I was sick of her flying. <laughs> I was ready for her to be home with me. Um, excuse me, because we said we was going to start a family, you know, and it's no way I was going to be a single parent, you know, like you just be mommy 11 days a month. And I'm, I'm taking care of this child 23 days a month or 20 days or 19 days or whatever the case may be. So I was excited because I wanted her home with me. But like I said before, I don't wish nothing bad on anybody that I ever date. I wish them well. I want them to be successful. My, my ex-wife, shout out to her. I see that she have an eyelash, um, line. Um, and I used to tell her, I'd be like, you know, a lot of people and I'm off topic. I do, I do this, my listeners, if y'all know, but a lot of people were upset with Dr. Dre wife because she wanted this money when they got a divorce. What you have to understand is people do pillow talk. When you're in a relationship, you talk to your mate about all your dreams. 
you know, and things that you want to do. So like, I'm not trying to take credit from nothing that my ex-wife has done, but only thing that I'm saying is we pillow talked and we talked and I said, listen, your last name is amazing. It's strong. It's powerful. Won't you make a makeup line with your last name? So to see that she did that, I don't know if she have a makeup line, but I do know I saw eyelashes with her last name. So shout out to her. You know, I wish her nothing but the best. You were an amazing wife. Um, Sorry, I was an amazing wife. I was young. I was childish. I should have, I would have never left her because it said through sickness and health, through death, do us part. So I was going to be there with her forever, but I'm happy that she left because then I got to find true love. <laughs> um, and maybe this is my karma, <laughs> but um, yeah, like she was an amazing person financially, like hands down, like we, I didn't want for nothing. Um, she didn't want for nothing. And for six years, you know, we, we live comfortable, very comfortable. So shout out to her. I wish you the best. Um, shout out to all my listeners that's been hitting me up. If y'all have any topics or anything that y'all want to hear Kay Johnson talk about, just hit me up. If you want to be on my podcast, hit me up. Let's do this, but make sure you tell a friend, make sure you tune in every single week. I love you. Peace.